0: Loss and
1: Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins. straight thuggin, living the dream. And that, that's our intro.
0: Fucking muggles.
1: Tickling the clit inside your head to makes you laugh. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Aw oh, Muggles. Accidental rim job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or might just be cynical. Just
0: muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Hi Daniel. Hiya. We're live?
1: We are uh, not not over the phone. Not over the phone. There's do no piss poor internet connection no as shitty, uh, an shitty, excuse.
0: Shitty zoom cutting out, or uh, or someone ringing
1: your house phone while
0: I'm. Aye, I trying trying
1: to get into the fucking gate. We're actually. Well,
0: actually yeah. Face
1: to face. In each other's company. Aye, we could have we could have done both of these. <laughs> I don't think so. Aye, like, you mean just in the last week. Aye, we should have had a back catalogue Like it's there. now. We've been in each other's company for a full week now. Last Friday. Uh, me and Cara drove all the way down from Scotland to London, and we've done some. Uh, we've done some driving gigs, which we'll talk about. Yeah, uh, wow. I mean, I think now that we've done them, uh, we can be honest about our expectations <laughs> yes. of the. Because the, the, there comes a thing when you're gigging. And, and there's a gig in your diary that you don't want to do because it's obviously going to be shite. It's called a luma. Yeah, it's
0: yes. It's in the industry, it's known as a luma. Your diary can look really pretty, and there's just something there in
1: September. That's bugging you already. and, and gnaws in the back of your brain. It's normally something. Normally, it's like a corporate gig, one where the money's going to be decent, but yeah. you just know it's going to be a bunch of cuts and suits so people that are going to enjoy it, or it's going to be some sort of hosting a, the hotel awards. Aye, just something that you just go. That's not my job. It's that's not the ideal scenario. It's it's, it, it's
0: not my audience. It's
1: not a comedy club. It's but I'm going to do it because it's there and I'm it's a fucking professional.
0: They're on round tables. Now, there's two, a high nice ceiling.
1: Two ways people normally entice you into these. They uh, do these gigs is uh, with a substantial fee because you said they go I've got integrity and then they price you out to a point when you realise you, you don't and your integrity is a lot cheaper than you thought it was and that's uh, every comedian you've ever seen doing an advert yes that's <laughs> purely nobody was ever like you fucking know what yes an advert woo, I would <laughs> like... love to be the voice of Activia <laughs> that is and that's why I got into comedy to help people's go. digestions in their beer sorry to, if there is a comedian who's the voice of Activia I've accidentally thrown them down but there.
0: what you did do is go woo house deposit <laughs>
1: <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Uh, the other way people get gigs that are loomers is is by being your mates and they've done you enough favors over time that you technically owe them one uh, that's what these gigs were uh, our yeah. very very good friend brett vincent it who runs altitude festival altitude so did, uh, best, uh, did best festival <laughs> did rock next back in the fucking day so in interviews yeah. before these driving gigs were coming right even though I, in my head it's loomer and here's why it's a loomer right it's a gig that is outdoors yeah properly outdoors when we said we're like a low ceiling we don't mean in a different solar system aye uh, like it's, it's you need a, every good comedy club is a fire hazard right the definition of a good comedy club is if there was a fire then, would 80% of people die <laughs> if yes what a perfect comedy club nobody dies in a car park fire and if you do you started Ah, oh, you started there you didn't move forward <laughs> back at that point <laughs> Um, so we're going down doing these gigs expecting them to be shite because you're not going to hear the laugh. People are parked up to fucking 200 metres away. The yeah. o- only thing they'll be able to do is honk you, their fucking horns. Do you know what I thought it was going to be as well? I thought
0: it was going to be like 25 cars... Right, okay. and uh, the, the sound would project over the car park
1: through, oh. sp- through big speakers. Yes, like a, as the way a music festival gig would work. Yes. Just, we're going to make this so loud that it's going to be the dominant noise, and that, that's how we're going to force you to listen. We're going to be the loudest thing there. Whereas the driving gigs, where you connect to a specific fucking radio station once you're parked in. You could also go on the fucking app and order drinks and food to your car where you could pay online and then they drive down a little golf buggies and they drop off the food like a little bomb beside your Pat car. Papa John's pizzas. Aye. And uh, from a comedian's perspective, I think I was the reason it was such a fucking lumber is because there's no reason that that gig wouldn't work. The laughs will never make it to you. There's no chance for your timing to be well. There's no transcreated atmosphere. You don't know if you're doing well or not. Like, you could be smashing it in every vehicle and you wouldn't know. I have no idea. So you're
0: going to have that lack of confidence. It's going to feel like you're bombing. And when that happens... In a regular club gig, say if you're doing a Christmas gig and nobody's listening and you're bombing and you haven't got the rhythm of the laughter, you do this thing called phoning it in, oh, aye. which is doing your set to the correct timing,
1: but just off muscle memory. Aye, like, it's kind of like, it's, I imagine it's the, to put it into an equivalent of everyone else with time, you know, having sex with your partner like six years in, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, it's not your birthday, it's not their birthday. You know the moves. It's a Wednesday, you do it because you love each other and you're horny, but you're not Neither of you have showered. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones where you didn't even put on lingerie. You both just ended up, like, 90% naked. And you're like, you know what? We don't, we don't, We're 80% of the way there to sex anyway. Like, it would be more difficult to not shag at this point. It's still good, but it's not the... Group. You know. So, yeah... So we go into this with no muscle
0: memory. We haven't had sex in fourteen weeks. In this analogy, no. we're fumbling. We don't we know. Haven't what we're... even been wanking, to be honest. <laughs> no, we don't. You know, we don't know what we're doing as stand-up comedians. We are. Unpracticed at our craft. One thing I said is like, the hairdresser's open, and I didn't get the hairdresser straight away because I want them to fuck it up. If they haven't been cutting hair for 14 weeks. Uh,
1: Let them fuck somebody else's hair up. You never want to be the first back. Yeah, but we were the first back. But the thing, thing I had consistently it. said, and I said this in every single interview, and I did mean it, but only like 50 60%, and that was if anyone can make a driving gig work, it's Brett Vincent. Turns out I was genuinely correct. Uh, because of his booking policy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because he booked us. Ah, no, no, it no. Was no perfect, I think... uh, it was perfect the way he'd set it up because the, the tech and the, the hygiene to do with COVID oh, was right. on point and the tech was on point and the, the whole operational. Like he lost so much sleep organising these gigs because he was problem solving. He had to be awake for that.
1: Aye. He was like, those eight hours are eight hours where I'm not solving problems or thinking about things that could potentially yeah, go wrong. Yeah, and he solved every problem to make it just perfect for. For us to play And one of the big factors That I had not considered before Was even though it's weird For the fucking comedian From an audience perspective It's actually not that weird Because even though It's you driving into a gig And the comedian's 70 to 100 yards away On a big fucking screen It's you Either your family Or your mates In, a co- in your car Or their car Right with the speakers The sound coming through The fucking radio So it's a like, real good thing Like some of you are doing right now Listening to this Yeah It's like a podcast But in the car And unlike in comedy clubs And theatres Where uh, You know you, you might be sat beside Some fucking old prude Who might not want to laugh At the thing That you find very funny So it kind of ruins your, your confidence In laughing you're just in the car with your fucking mates. So everyone people, has anonymity. Everyone has anonymity. Which is why we're like the low ceiling in the dark room
0: and the like, because
1: uh, people want to be unseen. Yeah, it's, uh, you're the one on stage, you're the one that we're looking at. I don't like when people. If fucking somebody feels them. exposed, they won't laugh. Whereas this was just, it's such a. its it, You're not gigging to 200 cars, you're gigging to four. You're gigging to 100 groups of four people. And yeah. it's easy as fuck to make four people laugh.
0: Yeah, and what was happening is when them four people were having a good time, someone on the back would go, toot the horn, let them know we're laughing. So a toot of the
1: horn was like, you've got a car full of people laughing. Aye. So like, and it's and, it, and again, look, it's not a substitute for laughter, but it was enough because it was a reaction. My way of describing it was uh, the driving gigs were a lot like a really, really good vegan burger. Like, you know those vegan burgers you go, oh, I fucking hate vegan burger. And you think about it, you're like, you know what? That... That's actually nice. I like this. This is actually, I mean... But if I come along and said, I've got this meat burger though. Oh, I'll take the meat burger. No, other one, Yeah, yeah, the yeah. I'll have the, <laughs> yeah. I'll have the actual burger. But this is filling. This is nice. This is... I can see what people are doing. And infinitely better I expected. I mean, we genuinely, after that fucking first gig.
0: Man, yeah. we buzzed. I was actually like actually reminiscent of my first ever gig. Oh, you nervous. I think that was the last time... My first ever gig was the last time I was as nervous as I was on Friday. I was convinced it wasn't going to work. Aye. I was convinced I hadn't remembered me lanes. I'd actually wrote, like, seven minutes of stuff to dig at the beginning. Aye. And I was trying to get them bullets in the gun, but, like... Like when you're a new comedian, when you write it, it feels like it's funny. But then when you're about to go on stage, you feel like you've let yourself down. Aye. Like
1: the writing just instantly becomes unfunny. And it's not even like, like it's not even like when we it's not even like when we do new material that the work in progress is where it's like fifty people, but they're right there and it's intimate. And when you try the new joke and it doesn't work, it's fine because you're in this atmosphere. They know you're good, and they're gonna laugh if it's not funny. Aye. The, but-
0: they trust you, and if you do decent, that's not funny. They laugh at you saying something not funny, and it's got this like kind of support and backup. This had knee support and backup. But it was no. like you've got to go up there and give it your best.
1: I do also think uh, a lot of it. The reason it worked was down to Brett and all the staff that get comedy for making it work, and all the driving people mm. there definitely made it work. We obviously made it good because we were very talented and brilliant. I didn't feel like that before the gig But afterwards I was like Yeah Man It must have It must have been real nice For uh, for Kara Who for the past fucking three months Of living with me While not gigging While I'm slowly just You know Gradually over time Just lost confidence Lost sense of self worth Became fragile Became fragile Just because Because none of us know what to do During this time this, I mean one of the big things about this Is if you haven't Been able to work You have this new thing Of being like When you're not doing something with all this abundance of time, you feel like you should be doing lots. And the fact that you're not doing something makes you feel like shit. So this has been going on in my head for a certain months. going, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God five minutes on stage, every single I like, of ego was back in my fucking body. Back, yeah. <laughs> and
0: it's it's been, a, it's been a real miss because uh, I've been trying to do things that I'm good at so I can feel good at something. Right. So I'll go out running, I'll play Call of Duty, I'm all right at Call of Duty, I'll do me knitting, I'm all right at knitting, right? But I'm just, I'm okay at them things, but when I do stand-up comedy, like, I'm professional at it. Like, I'm not good enough at running to get paid for it. <laughs> I'm not good enough at knitting to get, even though, like, I could sell me stuff. Like, me was to me, right? I'm not a professional in a computer game, and I'm fucking miles off ever being that. like I'm, like I'm closer to po- close being a professional footballer than I am a <laughs> professional gamer. Aye. Right? So I'm good at these things to a level in a day, and then I do that, and I go, "Oh, but I'm mint at this. <laughs> I'm really good at this." This is,
1: this is why this bit has been my job. I could have.
0: Anybody could go and run, run that park. Anybody could pick up that PlayStation control pad, but there's just a select few people in the world that can get up and captivate an audience. Like there's, there's hundreds of them, but out of the 7 billion, they, they
1: ain't many on the scheme of things. Aye, right, aye. Right. Or oh, at least that's what we rely on people are thinking <laughs> A lot of comedies people watch you going, I couldn't do that. And I was going, glad you think that. Yeah, because you probably could, didn't you? Better <laughs> <Not> than <only> me. <laughs> So uh, to everyone who did come down to the uh, driving gigs in London, thank you very much. I said this, and this might be a very, uh, not shitty, but uh, self-involved thing to say. I do think one of the reasons the gig worked is because our audience is decent.
0: Yeah, I think so too. There's so many. A um, like would- th- Big shout out to the guys that came from Glasgow as well. Like that's a fucking epic drive. Like Aye. we did a similar drive to do, it, but we were working it for the weekend, you know. So and and the we people really appreciate you guys coming down. For everybody that came. Like- and
1: the people, the people who came to that gig, everyone there was so clearly just desperate. Is the wrong thing to use because it just is. It's got negative connotations, but so open and ready for any form it, of entertainment say defiant
0: aye <laughs> defiant I, I got absolutely roasted for this in the whatsapp and, 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 right, 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 and right, so. right hopefully so I took it on the chip but I was like uh, I, I put a status scan the arts are dead but we're not going to let a little thing like this get in the way uh, fucking we don't do comebacks by half a big picture out of the fucking car park and the big screen and that the hashtag <laughs> defiant ones which yeah. is Dr. Dre's documentary aye.
1: the defiant ones folks. so you uh, um, white, through. white, newly middle class man oh. who lives in <laughs> London, <laughs> who lives in London, talking about talking about his dick jokes finally being taken in by the public again. That's right. Dr Dre <laughs> similar story similar bagger they Don- are going to get
0: my car in the face of adversity the world is crumbling but yep I made a joke
1: about an escort and the front row mm-hmm. flashing us yeah, look, Dr Dre <laughs> has lost friends and colleagues to gun violence and we've lost friends At to Asian impressions and <laughs> so we and, and dripping and spunk on the way to the bathroom no I- Defiant ones. Defiant ones. But it was, me right? <laughs> right? I'll take my roasting. I'm was- roasting, you're roasting. Don't put it on me. I didn't put the hashtag defiant ones. I didn't do that speech.
0: I took it on the chin for us uh, both. No! Because we were the ones being defiant.
1: It was an act of defiance. Act of defiance! The comedy clubs are closed. Act of defiance! we, we, we stay, stay down? No! Act <laughs> of defiance! We spent the first five minutes of this podcast talking about how much we didn't want to do these gigs. I was defiant against my own free will. Oh, here we go. And, uh, um, yeah,
0: and, and it was also when I was chatting this game.
1: What the fuck was it? I was like I had a little cigar up aye <laughs> a little celebratory cigar well I was I was trying to do it subtly so that people uh, that I didn't really so really your mum wouldn't find out no, <laughs> your your would, no so I wouldn't you even smoking Daniel well I have taken up smoking again. well no I've not taken up smoking again while I've been with you we have smoked
0: because I've had a, a, sp- a strange relationship with uh, drinking and cigarettes and um, and drugs and that because normally I, like I don't have a drug problem because I've got shit to handle. So as long as I handle my shit, like all of me, like drinking and that, and the smoking co- just comes with the drinking. That's Ugh. because I'm a boozer at the minute, right? Um, like all of the drinking and the drugs is
1: uh, it. It's regulated. I should also apologise. The you're gonna hear the occasional sound of airplanes. We are outside in the treehouse, but we are under the airport, so just just get over it.
0: Yeah, and our holiday's just been cancelled, so it's a bit fucking rough that they're just flying
1: planes. Going look, we can't do it. Aye, it's a bit like it's, aye, it's a bit like uh, it's a bit like them, them just been like you're not allowed to leave your house to go to 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 go on any dates or whatever. But we are going to parade all these beautiful people right past your fucking window. Yes. They're all desperate. They're all came for a shag, but no, no, no. no could be that not for you, sir. Um,
0: so yes, what was my um, point about the drink and the drugs? Normally, like uh, I've got it's regulated by like I need to be somewhere. I've Aye. got something to date. I've got this phone call. I've got that, and it's so weird. Like I have uh, kept tabs on it, but uh, you have to do it on your own terms. Aye. Like you could get fucking hammered every single day. Doing this, and you're not letting anybody down. You're not. You're not missing deadlines. You're not missing appointments. And all that. There's nothing. Even at the fringe, right? Like I've party way harder at the fringe than I have done in lockdown by a million Aye. miles, right? I've partied way harder. But the thing that's regulated that
1: is, you've got a show to do at seven thirty. Aye. And you've got some press to do at five. Aye. And it's also like yeah. I'm, I'm. doing this, but I'm. St- I'm still getting my shit done. So it's. In fact, there, there's this inherent guilt. In my my whole my whole
0: relationship with drinking booze has been self implied. It hasn't been implied by my diary. It's something that I've had to psychologically go, no, you're not having that right now. Aye.
1: Like
0: every it, it, like it's every day is that battle where you're just going nah. Like, so it, have you been? Have you been trying to cut back at all? Well, uh, I've just making sure, cause I mean, before you was come up for my birthday week, i I'd, I'd, I'd probably, I fell off. I'd been drinking every night, and sometimes Natalie had ducked out of a night's drinking, and I've just still just poured myself some whiskey. Aye, so, I don't think
1: that's, I don't think that's uh, too fucking bad, but I do get the. There's, there's this guilt that comes with if you're not working that. Because so many of those things are rewards or we see yeah. them as a reward. We say, I'm allowed a glass of wine because I did this work today. I'm allowed Aye. to I'm allowed to have an edible today because I did my shows that the weekend, or I did any number of things. It's yeah. a reward system. But because none of us are, or some of us are yeah. fucking working, you don't realise that when you drink this, you go, there's this thing that you goes you haven't earned this. Yeah, or, or <laughs> like not only that you haven't earned it, but that, hey, hey, hey. You're not working, so you could be doing something that's not this, that's more fucking productive. Yeah. But that mindset is, I would say for most people, it's not true. Like, this if is you, a time when there's only so much that you can do, mm. and you. it's been a real struggle for me to learn that doing nothing is not the same as doing nothing last year. If you were doing what you were doing now last year, you had a, you, you had a rough last year and not very productive. But if you're still at the point now where you're just going... I've drank every night this week, I haven't done fucking much, I haven't even read a book, I've got all this abundance of time, I could be bettering myself, I could be doing all these things. This isn't a year for bettering yourself. Uh, this is a f- year for s- maintaining st- yourself.
0: Staying afloat. Stay the fuck afloat. That, that's uh, one thing, like, um, in, the, in the same yeah, relationship with drugs and alcohol changes because the variables change around you. Um the whole thing we have mental health as well. Everybody's got mental health struggles and problems, right? Um But what I what I've always been good at is fucking managing the shit out of it. Like I've always had my fucking mental health in check because I know my environment and it's ever changing and I'm fucking adapting to it all the time. And I like and I I keep on top. Like I've always got like I've never had a black dog of depression. I've always had this white joy, white dog of happiness, your little guide dog. And I feel like. I've lost him. <laughs> like where's this white dog? I'm usually just happy all the time. Now I need to find new ways within a certain str- like these new parameters. These new parameters where I've got to find happiness for myself, and it can't come in over indulgence. Like you, you would think spending eight hours on the PlayStation would bring you eight hours of happiness. It brings you eight hours of fucking self-loathing. <laughs> and guilt, yeah, <laughs> and guilt. Yeah. And, um,
1: there's also all these things that you just I think that uh, we've taken for granted over the years. These support structures that we all have of, you know, family around the world, or friends around the world that you can... You, that you automatically check in with each other. We, you don't realise how much you check in on your friends or how much your friends check on you until you don't see each other as often. Yeah. Even just the act of sitting around drinking with your friends and being social is good for your mental health. And we've all... Lost that a little bit Let's see I know there's been Zoom meetings And, 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 and now that lockdown Is restricted. But so
0: much uh, So much conversations And body language too And facial
1: expressions And all that And when you're on a Zoom meeting You can't kind of keep up With everyone's Because you, you can't sit in silence On a Zoom meeting You feel like You've got to film this I've got this hour To talk to this person I've got to This better be a good conversation I've had conversations Where uh, they're very lovely Like Matt Bursar And Marisha Right we check in On each other Once a fucking but And there's been The occasional time I'm fucking for and I've had nothing to say. So you just have a lovely little fucking catch-up, but you come out of it at the end of it going, I didn't say much, oh, God. Like, it's, you know, did I I waste that little window we had with your friends? We've lost so much social... Connectivity. Aye. And and I think one thing I've experienced in the past couple of weeks talking to more people more and more is a lot of people are really, really, really unwilling to admit that they're having a rough time. And the reason people are doing it is because we're all very conscious that there are other people having worse times
0: Yes And I think And, I, and, I, and, and you have to do the count your blessings thing before you complain uh, and it, I'm It's here, the, the children starving in Africa I think that yeah, you uh, uh, have implied on your all the time as a kid Aye, uh, uh, it, it could be worse, it could be worse And instead of just letting yourself have a whinge You think of the people that are living alone in isolation Or, or people with three kids living in two bed. Uh, and that's yeah, not uh, uh, like to go to the uh, garden A uh, uh, shielding a sick child and they get, there's, there's people that are a lot worse than us, so it's hard
1: for us to admit that we're struggling. But, right, but you have to, <laughs> look, like, I to, to everyone, like, I'm going to put my foot down here and go, look, we all have to admit that we've had a rough time. But that it's fine. You're a le- no matter how good you think you've had it, this has been a brutal fucking year, right. just for everyone in general. I can't believe I've. I mean, I'm in a. My guilt's come from the fact that look, I live in a lovely, lovely, nice house. I've got a big ass fucking garden, right? Uh, I did my show in. Uh, February. So I had a decent chunk of money that you know I've not had to worry during this. Yeah. And I've still had a really really rough time what with it. Had? I've had a really, really and it's taken.
0: One in the Cara said something brilliant yesterday. Oh, you've
1: been broken and lovable. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a real thing for me, because i 'cause I've ne- I've never had to be. You don't like showing your cracks. I don't, because I've never, man. I, you know, I was... your,
0: your whole persona is based on being arrogant as
1: fuck. I'm confident in this, man. Yeah, so much of my persona has been based on being Daniel Sloss, and for the past three months, I've just been Daniel. Kara's boyfriend <laughs> I've just been I'm like, am I doing a good job I this poor woman just sat her at her office everything me walking around like a puppet being like I'm still lovable right and she's like yes dickhead I've
0: been I've been like a, like a dog in the house where like whatever Natalie's mood is I'll just replicate her mood if she's stressed out to work I'll stop being stressed due to right? friend <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be exactly as stressed as she is she's
1: which, which to, is just what she needs by the way <laughs> she, she,
0: she, she's trying to fucking work out the Felo scheme for several different countries, where, and I'm just trying to like <laughs> apply the same stress because I forgot to defrost
1: the phyllo pastry. Aye. But these are things that you know, oh, pie isn't gonna have a lid. <laughs> <laughs> but it's as silly as that sounds, that's still a big stress for you. We have to eat. It's okay to acknowledge that our problems in the grand scheme of things are small, but if you're going to do that, you have to still acknowledge that to you they're big. Oh, uh, we've we'll been laughing about it. Like we' we'll
0: know the connection, you know what I mean? Like when I'm stressed she's just like petting out, Oh, you've took my stress on
1: Oh <laughs> 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 like, you've absorbed my stress. It must be terrible, I'm sorry. <laughs> well Cara's just had to do the uh, she's just basically for the end of this entire thing, she's just I've had to basically go, sorry, would you eh. Uh, would you mind being my ego for a bit? <laughs> Could you just give me all the... You know the, you know all the ego and the arrogance that literally hundreds of thousands of people a year are responsible for me? Do that. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy lift that. Make me feel like <laughs> that again. <laughs> Aye, can you give me my... And you know what? <laughs> She's done a good job. I,
0: I, <laughs> like, I, I had a moment where I was being pure macy and uh, Natalie just went, oh, you're having my period? <laughs> That's
1: cute. <laughs> 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 to anyone, also to anyone that has gone, th- which is most people, to anyone that's gone through uh, lockdown without a therapist, allow me to just give you my very own standing ovation uh, because I've I've uh, therapy's kept my head above water during this. Like I'm fighting Like I can talk about it, you know that it's been you know it's been a real fucking struggle mentally, but therapy and my support mm-hmm. network has definitely helped. There are people out there that haven't had that, that are still unwilling I, to admit that they've had a hard time. I,
0: I, didn't, uh, I didn't take on therapy, but one thing I have done is uh, t- stay right on top of my physical health. Aye. Like, I've, uh, apart from the last couple of weeks where I've absolutely hit the skids and I've been drinking fucking non-stop, um, I've been running like fuck. Even even last week when I was run, uh, drinking, I got up with a hangover and ran a half marathon ran like 23 kilometers and clocked a half marathon.
1: Which is good, really I yeah. I mean that's a big version of the that's a bad example to give to people. You know what I, what I've done as well, the other day I went for a fucking run and my headphones
0: died on the first kilometer and I just went, now I fucking I just ran fifteen K and the headphones. Just sing it to me,
1: yourself. My own thoughts. Just like Sing it to yourself and also doing your own Spotify adverts. <laughs> <laughs> even while you're running being like, oh, ah it's a fantasy world, but I'm still not playing from I, premium. I even uh, sang my own football podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, take your own brush and it's Los on the roads. So just do one half very happy and then one half miserable. <laughs> if it's going to be okay, I disagree. <laughs> 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 I also uh, want to, uh, just before we go past the uh, car and the driving gigs, um, big shout out to Rooney for heckling me with my own car yes
0: that was hilarious yes. fucking I, I, I could hear I couldn't I could hear the car alarm off in the distance but then I could hear on the little radio you were going is that my car <laughs> <laughs> and I just ran around the front <laughs> to watch it. but you parked them right front and centre you'd given the best seat in the house uh, just... so it wasn't like I was just going off at the tail end of the car park it was literally right in front of you because uh, I'd
1: dr- uh, driven down uh, Rooney uh, and Sid uh, to very lovely brothers um who come to our shows all the time, come to altitude. Uh, Rooney came down and he was like, I don't have a car. I was will like, park in the front. You can sit in the car and you can just watch it from there. Um, but because uh, of, my car a, is a Tesla. It's too clever for its own good. It's too clever for its own good. So they went in and they were inside the car and it just, because the car wasn't on, it automatically locked and it was fine for five minutes. And Uh, then they moved in the car and it was like, whoa, hey, hold on. I didn't (laughs) open the doors. Ah!" Someone's teleported into the car. (laughs) (laughs) And poor Rudy being the absolute sweetheart was mortified. (laughs) Absolutely. But it's one of those ones, because this occasionally happens in shows where uh, something happens at some of the... Something unpreventable happens that somebody uh, was somebody involved in it, and they're so apologetic about it that they negate the fact because they go I ruined up the flow of the show and you go yes you did but the thing was still funny Like I yeah. managed to turn it Into something amusing It wasn't like The car alarm went off and
0: What's funny as well Is I, I put online uh, Daniel's being heckled By his own car Absolute scenes oh, yeah. his own car alarm Well Rudy had been In his Whatsapp group With his mates Telling them that He was sat in your car and
1: Oh bragging a Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Right. Sent a wee picture uh, Through just been like Front rows, Front Row center it's at Sloss's gig Just in his, uh, in his Tesla Just watching his comedy And then all of his friends See my
0: status And <laughs> screen capping Just spam him Six four nights of <laughs> <laughs> And Rooney, what the fuck what have you, you done, a <laughs> second <laughs> But uh, any time world first as comedians, I think that may be the world first of comedians being heckled by their own car alarm.
1: Aye, another one. I mean, it's not, it's not my greatest It's the only one I didn't beat you to.
0: Because <laughs> 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 that would have been the world's first uh, driving cinema gig for you. Oh, aye. But uh, because I stepped on stage first. Which we've been Bert Kreischer got there before us. And also Dom Jolly. Don't but his me. wasn't technically stand-up it oh, was a projected yeah. film, it was a projected show but my which means my 2017 show
1: wasn't technically
0: i put in too many qualifiers here yeah.
1: oh. I was third the point <laughs> is we were first in the best that's essentially the point that we want to get across we opened UK
0: comedy is what oh, we did right? we, we Brett,
1: Brett did we look <laughs> not <the laughs> to Mintswise but we saved Live comedy, defiant ones. We oh, speaking of saving live comedy, uh, there is. It's up. You've probably heard a lot about this on social media and whatnot. But if you haven't, the arts save the arts budget has come out in the UK to save the arts, and it's like one point seven billion, and pretty much none of it is going to comedy, live comedy, which is obviously uh, fucking insane. Like I was, I was doing an interview on uh, uh, for something today, and they are talking about the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Here's how mad that is. The Edinburgh Fringe Festival is the largest arts festival in the entire world by 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 a country mile. Yeah. It's substantial. The only two things that sell more tickets than the Edinburgh Fringe Festival are the World Cup and the Olympics. And those things happen every four years whereas the Fringe happens every fucking year. It, that's how big it is. Uh, of the Fr- Edinburgh Fringe, a third of the brochure is comedy. A third of this fucking arts festival is stand-up comedy and none of the budget of £1.7 billion is going to comedy now, I'm not saying we deserve a third of it but there's man, there's so many brilliant comedy clubs so many theatres and it's not just about uh, the comedians it's about the staff that run the venues it's about the text like it's as 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 arts the stands the glaze
0: the fucking the comedy stores the institutions of not, art they're like they're historic and, aye and but, also
1: Yes, sorry. The,
0: like like all the fucking T V comedians that you'll see all Frankie Boyles and Kevin Bridges and fucking everyone come through them clubs, yep. they wouldn't have become touring comedians yourself. You wouldn't have become a touring comedian had you not been able to start your craft at the clubs. So to
1: not prop up these clubs is to just quarterise comedy. Yep, and it's it's, it, it's it's or it's to just let it it's to let it die. It's to just go, you know what, this isn't and I, I don't I, I don't want to get political because I, I one thing I want I don't think the arts should ever be political. The arts is for both sides, right? It really is. That's the thing. It should go through the fucking middle. That being said, there is something inherently Tory about considering laughter non-essential.
0: Isn't that? <laughs> it's just, a, it's a going, distraction. Oh, op- Humor is a distraction.
1: Opera. Yeah. Opera essential. Ballet essential. And I'm not here to make fun of the other arts and disparage them, right? Right. But if ballet and fucking opera and theatre and all these ones are getting it. In what fucking world does comedy not get it, right? Is it because could it could it be political? Could it be that comedy is generally
0: against the man? If like if there's a left wing government, there'll be right wing comedy. If there's a right wing government, there'll be left wing comedy. And it's like it's opposition because that's what we we'll do. We we'll create dissent. I hope like not. we're, we're, quest- we're questioning everything, and that's what that's what comedy is. Is like fucking picking holes in society and the world and the norms. And and, and memories uh, memories would just bash up against. The institution too much that they go you know what fuck them uh, <laughs> Drinking you Drinking. they're being that
1: measured I hope I hope not I hope not I hope, it, I hope it's just the fact that we're being forgotten I hope it's done in the way of like you fucking comedians like go you know comedy has always been especially like the London comedy scene it's always been punk it's always ha- it's the defiant ones it happens in spite of things it's underground maybe their thing is just ignoring it, or maybe they don't realize how
0: just important it, in his eyes. it is. Just I'd, I'd
1: rather the, the, I'd... they say it as underground. Look, there's there's so many things to there's so many things that the government doing blatantly that's so openly evil that we shouldn't necessarily attribute this to being evil yet. I just think it's something that maybe is going under the radar at the moment. And the way you can help is by uh, going on and just how Live Comedy Association. Uh, there's just a petition. It takes literally two minutes to fucking sign, and it hopefully just means that. None of the money goes to us It goes into the stands It goes into the glies It goes into these It, just mean, it means we've still got a workplace Where we can earn. Aye it, it's, it's where, not, where people can go to laugh Like It keeps the It keeps the venues afloat So that we can perform there And, and like these Man there's so many techs In beautiful little theatres That we've been going to For eight fucking years now Oh that man might not. The, the
0: fucking the, the heart and soul of the industries The the staff and the techs And Aye. the boss staff And the the show managers the, so floor, the floor staff like this is, for the, for the this th- isn't just comedians jobs this is the livelihoods of, live okay, comedy isn't if, just the stand ups you've graphed us it's, it's a whole fucking working class industry where thousands of staff that, that are going to be unemployed and,
1: and 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 it's being ignored for ballet opera Aye, and which
0: I'm shush sure they, 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 we're not saying ignore them and look at
1: us we're saying distribute between dis- all d- of them d- distribute fairly just distribute fairly and please don't forget you know how important the British sense of humour.
0: Yeah, so is. Se- same. We're, we're, by the time we've put this up, we'll have the. I mean, you've already, you've already got the link on yours. I'll, I'll pop the link up on mine as well, and you can just, just give them a share. Just we don't ask for much apart
1: from your utter devotion and your money every now and again. And now this, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't ask for much. <laughs> And what we'll do in return
1: is just give you intermittent podcasts that could be anything between three days and three years apart. Aye. <laughs> and uh, no consistency with them. The quality of them absolutely fucking differs. And that's our promise to you if you sign this petition. Yep. And we will and will not do Insta live
0: streams depending on the Wi-Fi. Aye. Which oh. uh, I haven't done my net stream this week. I know. I've, I've been, been here
1: cooking. I've been here you've been here you've been in there
0: uh, I, d- I didn't want to use the internet
1: while Cara was at work <laughs> oh, I would be ready to take away from also yesterday we um, we went somewhere else we did we-, we tore a hole in the fabric of the universe and, and stepped through well, it pop- popped our head in we popped our head through we looked through the window of reality That 2CB two- two 2CB two so uh, I have, uh, drug dealers are still going well during all this You for this I am looking for this. Um, drug drugs are still going well. So there's... Uh, obviously, don't do drugs. Don't ever do drugs. Drugs are awful. Don't do drugs. Uh, but we were doing drugs. Uh, there's a drug called 2CB, which is like a basically it's a mixture of acid and ecstasy, but like a really mild version of both. Uh, we took it sober. We didn't drink with it. We didn't take weed with it. Took it at one in the afternoon, and it's just... Uh, you just feel floaty, and then you get some of the mild visuals of acid, and then you also get that mild... You know that that happiness mixed with naivety of ecstasy, which is you just you'd be like, why, why aren't we all just nice to each other? Yeah. Why don't we just all be nice to each other all the time? You if know I'm, what? Now that I'm here in this garden on this structure during my free time, I think I could
0: solve all the world's problems. Yeah, and then and then we had that realization that how nice we were feeling, right? Like if we'd done that in Indonesia, they'd chop your head off. Aye. It's Like is it I don't know if it's beheading, but it's punishable by death. And I'm like, oh, that guy's having a great time. That's gotta stop Dead.
1: there. Take his head off his body. Hold on. You see those uh, two lads over there floating in the sea, looking up at the sky, talking about how if we all just loved each other, we wouldn't need uh, all these governments in place and how love itself is a palpable energy that stretches over time and race and all these other things. Kill them. <laughs> 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 no, they get them, get Illegal! Illegal can't happen. He's talking about oneness? Uh, no, no, <laughs> get it. Ay, 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 ay. That doesn't. That I'm just gonna be honest with you. That doesn't look like working at McDonald's right now. So get yeah. back in the system and be the cock that you were meant it's to be. So medieval.
0: Oh, I... It's so fucking medieval. Even even that it's illegal here is fucking medieval. I find, right like uh, I I put on um you know that how to be happy speech that I done. I put that on again right with like I wrote this when I was on acid in two thousand and fifteen, but it's but never been more appropriate than it is now. And uh, it got shared about, so obviously you get trolls. And somebody went, oh, I see you've got a drug problem. Uh, I'm so sorry or something, right? And I was like, I like to explore my consciousness using drugs because I'm sovereign of my own conference- consciousness. I use drugs as a tool. Uh, if if I got told not to do that and I was obedient, that's a problem. Aye. That's a drug problem. If your sheer obedience to these aye. Tory pricks <laughs>
1: stops aye. you from exploring your own brain. No, not somebody else's brain, yours. Just I. And it's got nothing, it's, Yeah, it's nothing to do with, you know, people, there's this, there's this narrative of what drugs are, but drugs are all these different things. So when people hear about you doing drugs, they go, meth, coke, heroin fucking all these things. You go, oh, don't get me wrong, those are absolutely drugs. I agree, those are drugs and those are bad drugs and, and they're addictive and evil. And there are people that do have weed problems, even though weed has never killed anyone. Let's not pretend for a second that there are people who are not addicted to Weed itself might not be addictive, but being stoned is addictive. Not being in your own brain can be addictive. You can yeah. develop drug problems to non-addictive. And drug. if then
0: you're not turning up to family dinners
1: and you're tearing, huh. like uh, but, not not being hygienic, but, you've got a problem. But but those that's true for so many other things. You could drink too much that you don't do things. Yeah. You could you could eat too much that you can't eat the house. You could eat so little that you don't leave. Yeah.
0: And it's a, it's the a regulation of it, isn't it? Like I said, I had to change my relationship with it because
1: I didn't have something there regulated for us. Mind you, that being said, I think there is a positive of uh, drugs being illegal, uh, and that is, let's be honest straight up, 98% of the population shouldn't do drugs. Uh, no. That's true. No, 90, I, I, uh, 98% is a low estimate. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be readily accessible to fucking... No, it really no skulls no no right. no nah, nah, nah. <laughs> should, should, like as much as I said they're good. because the thing is if you were to legalise the drugs that we go the, in our theory or at least my theory that it might make you develop empathy a bit more like I always say that marijuana was quite important to my empathy growth I was a fucking horrible teenager and then smoking weed made me just more Peaceful, happy, and more empathetic to other people. Same thing with people that have done mushrooms, say a similar thing. People that have done acid suddenly start taking certain things less fucking seriously. If you're going to legalise all those drugs, we'd be hypocrites if all the other drugs weren't legalised as well, and those are the ones that people would fucking... Kane. If you go, drugs are legal, 90% of the population aren't going to go to acid, they're going to go to coke. Yeah. They're
0: going to go to the
1: fucking. you
0: have find a lot of people just on heroin now. Aye, and yeah. they would
1: and especially during this time when all of our mental health are slowly deteriorating, that it would become an escapism. So, I am actually glad drugs are illegal. Yeah. I just think they should be made less illegal it should be like if you're caught doing drugs here here's it's not jail for 10 years it's right let's try and get your office it's like look don't get caught man
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah stop getting caught just stay in your own privacy
1: don't take it onto the streets and don't I uh, don't take it out on other people squirrel why did you say squirrel it was just it was yeah. l- l- literally about an arm's reach where I could have had oh, it nice. for a snack could have picked up and kissed it used it as lipstick <laughs> used, used to you and the slipstick. I'm locked down, treeing
0: scared, squiveling, ravaging your hand, and trying to get away. <laughs> and squ- I need to be beautiful. <laughs> the blood out of its nose. school. <laughs> or proud. I <laughs> <And be, laughs> need to be beautiful. <laughs> um, I tell you about the bird that flew out of my window. Uh no. <laughs> just, uh, a pigeon flew out of my window and uh, it was just on my balcony, just dazed for ages. It scared us. Right. And I was like trying to get rid of it, but it was all uh, like disease ridden in that. And um, I think I had a conversation with you about actually about uh, it would be like um, you know, in Cinderella and Snow White mm. when all the animals come in. Are you guys how fucking terrifying that would be in real life?
1: Or <laughs> just uh, a bunch of deer turn up to your nose. I just, means the old fucking, uh, <laughs> just just like all away our dishes and all that. Oh, you are trying to you're trying you're trying to dry your dishes and two singles coming and fly your towel away. You're like, Jesus Christ Fucking Christ
0: man! <laughs> just flinching all the time, just a bunch of rabbits coming in, start putting your dishes away. You're like fucking I'm gonna need to get them back and clean them. <laughs> fucking dirty rabbits allow them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Of a of a similar thing, uh, I don't know if you've ever had seven dwarfs come into your house, but you know what? They're good on it. They're good on a party, but they do not clean up as much as they suggested. <laughs> nah. And then the day Stop whistling man I've got to hang
0: out
1: We were all We were man. man I'm fucking whistling Like old men in the garden What the fuck are you playing at You Hey, It's not just you That's grumpy today We're sleepy Of course he is Of course he is <laughs> Lazy <laughs> bastard He's all got hats on for him yeah, He does. Hey, Get Doc down We all need Doc right now uh, voice a reason <laughs> <laughs> There's angsty I didn't know there was angsty just kind of calling me angsty Project <laughs> projecting on the dwarves <laughs> Maybe that wasn't the dwarfs' names, and Snow White was just projecting on all of them. Maybe she was. To be fair, it was very cruel of her to just name them, name did, them, name them adjectives to describe them. Did she name them? I without, don't, oh, even, without even querying if that already had names. Oh, I I, you know what? I don't know if they ever did introduce themselves as "I'm happy, I'm sleepy, I'm." Maybe they did. I've not watched it. Because right. if she named them. What a cunt Passive-aggressive Not even passive <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing passive no, nothing Imagine you Imagine walking around to someone says You'd be like Hi my name's Kai Alright grumpy <laughs> <laughs> No no It's, it's Kai Alright grumpy <laughs> It would be passive-aggressive If you named them To the other dwarves Man I call that one grumpy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I'm going to call that one I'm going to call that one Weepy Well I mean It wasn't Weepy to call all the Weepy But <laughs> Self-ful- <yeah>. Self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs>
0: In a, have you had a highlight of your lockdown? Has there
1: been any points where you've like been like actually you now what? Oh man! In a very very in a very very l- like no not a lame way. I'm gonna try not undersell it here. But there's been some bits where I've been I've made real strides in me mental health. Like the self flagulation that I, that I do when I feel lazy. Of you could be doing so much more. Like when you couldn't right uh-huh. or. Just the occasional day... Some of the highlights I've had is... Days when I've been... When I've actually allowed myself to relax. Days when I've been able to just... You know, even without the assistance of fucking... We just sit down and watch TV all day with Cara. Or like... Just do nothing and, and be happy. Like the days that I'm able to... Like wake up... And meditate for 10 minutes at one point. Have... Have three actual meals. Or even just two meals. Two meals that I cook myself. And then... I just feel like days where I just go, Fucking I. do not I f I don't I don't begrudge myself that day. Those have been yeah, my Yeah, days
0: life. like yesterday. Aye. Like when we when we were on yesterday, we had to like anybody that was trying to contact me at the time, they got a reply or they didn't. <laughs> like it didn't matter, like the correspondence just comes second fiddle They're just looking after yourself.
1: Aye. The highlights have been the other highlights have been the moments when you've been allowed to see see people, like getting to see my brothers and my dad again was really nice. Even getting to see like you and Natalie, like we were properly giddy Monday, uh, yeah, because right? it's yeah, you know, drinking gin cocktails from a gin club. Aye, you, but you've not, and we've I buzzing off the gig, and we hadn't, but even but it was also caught up in the fact that we hadn't seen each other for so long. Yeah. Like obviously, you and me spend nine months of the year together, uh-huh. and, and through that, like I obviously have a very good relationship with Natalie. You've got a really good relationship
0: but we're still like kept God. in touch pretty good we're playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons and doing the podcasts uh, oh, yeah. semi-frequently at the start like, but it's, but it's still, not as, as it's
1: as, not the same it wasn't as fun as just that fucking bit used to go aye less but kissing we're all sat at the table we're all getting quite drunk and we're all just going this is almost back to yeah. back to normal It felt defiant I mean that's obviously in the name of it <laughs> that's <different>. this one <laughs> is the defiant ones, ones.
0: <laughs> what an active defiance you had in the last four well, years. i other
1: active defiance. Because um, there are some bad active defiance. If you're one of these clubs to not wear the mask, piss poor active defiance. Not a cool active defiance. Uh,
0: and usually just like,
1: a, oh, I forgot my
0: mask active defiance. <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't
1: know if I've ever had any good...
0: Uh... I tell you, t- uh, some of my highlights have just been the sunny days. It's been so sunny in London and we've just, like I mean, Natalie went to the park, just got a picnic of stuff in mm. and just got uh, there. Uh, a lot of the bars opened, like, really early into lockdown and served out the window, like, out, out of a shutter. Oh, so aye. you can not get a pint and just take it to Victoria Park. Great. So there's so many times we've just bought a bottle of
1: Prosecco or a couple of pints from mm. there. Just... Though it is, it is, it's those days that you're actually able to... In whatever form it is, that you're able to not be on the internet for a bit. Yeah. To not be, because of this, of, we're all like, stay updated, stay updated. You can go a day without being updated. Yeah. <laughs> and occasionally, occasionally, you should go a day not being updated. Have a day where you just go, right, no phone for If I'm on a phone, it's just to reply to these things, but yeah. I'm going to actively put it over there and I'm going to try and not be. I'm just going to sit in the garden or I'm going to sit in a fucking room and just read or study or knit or meditate or play a computer game and uh, just get out of it all and not and just enjoy them now yeah just I, actively choose to enjoy this now I moment. had
0: I had quite a heavy spell where I spent a fucking I'm going to say up to 16 hours a day on Facebook man because mm. I felt like I was fight, fighting the, the people from my neck of the woods were thinking in the wrong direction with the Black Lives Matter movement they felt mm. attacked by it and these are like people who come to me punch drunk gigs nice and people nice people that have just got the whole wrong because of. They've grew the, up with nothing, like like with no privilege or opportunity in a working class environment. That's like, I'm gonna say 99.999% white people. Like if there's, if there's a black community of Blythe right? You believe in homeopathy. This is this is a kind of a small fraction. So they
1: don't say it, and I had to like they kind of tackle each other. It's, it's, it's also the yeah. way the media has portrayed the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh. They, so, so, and these are people that, you know, do buy Daily Mail and read all these things. Like, yeah. They've been sold a false
0: story. And it's not their fault. So I, I watched on the, on Sky Sky News the night that I went to the march, right? The march was so peaceful, I couldn't see anyone would even drop litter, right? Someone knocked a cone over and another person picked it straight back up, right? Because they didn't want to leave the streets any other way than how they found it, right? Socially distancing, masks on. And it was... Fucking, like so peaceful, so like positive. It was uh, a positive movement, right? And everybody's on board with it. right? people like hanging out the windows, cheering the march on, right? There's no uh,
1: element of destruction, uh, a no element of. It's uh, not. It's it's the whole thing is just black lives matter. They uh, matter. They matter as much as they were. And at this moment in time, it doesn't feel as if they do. So that's it. It's not. They need to matter more mm-hmm. than the other ones.
0: In a, I attended on Sky News that night, right? And there was a bit of a scuffle. Someone threw a plastic bottle up in the air and it landed on the cop. I don't know whether they were or not. And probably was there's dickheads that are using the
1: movement. To, in, in every to, single, to, in every <laughs> single movement of the world, there's uh-huh. dickheads. So someone will like graffiti a uh,
0: warrior, well, oh, yeah. and someone will throw.
1: And a if bit, you don't understand that concept, if you're a football fan, do you do you like all of your team's football fans? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? I'm a Chelsea fan. I love fucking Chelsea. Are there racist Chelsea fans? Yes. Do, they, <laughs> Does that make... Do they speak for you? No they don't <laughs> like, no. It's just that Just because somebody's wearing the same uniform as you you support one thing doesn't mean all of your ideologies coalesce
0: So all, all of the news was um, all it was shown was the defacing of property in the, in the scuffle with the police which was 30 second clip and they ran that 30 second clip on a loop so Over. it felt like six hours of fucking uh, of destruction but it was now it was the fucking thirty. it got it got de-escalated immediately and and uh, And I could see what they were watching, and I could see what was making them angry, and I couldn't then just fucking call them dickheads. And with the the narrative, they'd been With the narrative that they had been fed. They were rightfully angry. Uh-huh. So I felt like everybody that I cared for, I was having a conversation going, have you looked at it from this angle? Can I gently nudge you in this direction? Like, I didn't want to come in hard, right? It I is, just want to gently nudge. Aye. And to gently nudge people, like, I, I had to just fucking... I found myself just being active all the time as long as they were talking about it and as long as they were asking questions. I was trying to help them answer their questions by my own research. And also, like, uh, like, we're good at explaining ourselves as uh, comedians like we can't the comedy anymore but you can't put your thoughts and your emotions into words that's what we do we'd normally do it in a way to make people laugh but I found we doing doing it in a way to make people think and it was just a fucking full-time job and I was like fuck these guys aren't taking a day off so why should I and that's not my quote I'd seen that from somebody else but it was
1: fucking stuck with us but I, like, I, I, I think it's I think it's a good thing to I think it's a good thing to do I, I don't have the fucking I don't have the energy to do it online. Are
0: you also probably, like, the the majority of people that you grew up with and your are friends with being middle class probably,
1: like, had a bit more of a different view on it? Or? I might be middle class, but I, went, I was probably
0: yeah. working class here. <laughs> yeah, because it's a... I don't know if the class things... I don't know if I attribute it to working class, but it's definitely the media the working class have been fed. It's like... Aye. There's a...
1: There's... There's a... Problem globally, this is a unique to the UK thing, but one of the things that is showing so much to be a problem nowadays that we're not taught in school is critical thinking. So many people don't actually know how to think, how to tell the difference between truth and lies, how to do their own fucking research. And it shows so much in these conversations and these arguments that you fucking have. Like... People, people extrapolate stupid bits of information from one flag. Like people hear the flag, the fact in America that, uh, like this, this, I'm making up this fact. It might not be true, but this is how they distribute. Like black people, uh, the most violence done to black people is by black people, right? So that's that's the fact. People will go, all right, black people are more violent. You go, no, 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 no. You've taken that as you've taken that as a as a. As a fact, as opposed to a symptom of something else. Yes, that's
0: that's the thing. You extrapolate the wrong information from the fact. That was a real narrative that a lot of white people are running with. Is there's a lot of black on black crime, and you go right. Well, it, you're foolish if you think a skin colour can make you more violent as a person. Aye. Like you, you, you can't physically believe that. That's not what you believe. You just believe that like more black people are killing more black people, so it's their problem. And you go, no, no, that's these people are killing each other. Aye. And so, hurting each other, and robbing from each other, or whatever, in these communities. So we've got to find out what the system. Why uh, is that happening? It's because they're driven into poverty because of their lack of opportunity, and the poverty drives crime, and the crime drives violence. So right. you've got to get the, you've got to get the the root cause, which is the fucking right, s- systemic racism.
1: And it's and it's the the fact that they've managed to convince white working class people that they're enemy it's working class people of colour. And yeah. you go, it's phenomenal. Like, fair fair play to the government. What a... they managed to pitch that narrative and most people have swallowed it. They've managed to go, the reason by working class life sucks is because those working class people want it better and getting better. You go, no, it's the top... Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, it's the top 1%. Yeah,
0: and the, the day discriminated against working class people because fucking, they fucking... They get called pobs. Hi. And... Yeah, they get, they and get, they,
1: say they, get they get shamed for having nice things, and and they get fucking shouted in the media. And the portrayals, I mean, Scotland, and I've been guilty of it too. But the way we portray fucking Neds, like yeah. they're the butt of fucking. Chaps and, you
0: and you're like, yeah, You're literally fucking mocking someone because they had a lack of education. Aye. That's sort of like a child is generally just somebody that's been let down by an education system. Let down by
1: the fucking government, yeah, that, like, and they're a product of it. So that the fact oh. that they think this way is a failure in itself. I to. 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 Is it obvious it. that we took acid yesterday?
0: <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe so um, but I when, I when I ended up doing that fucking um, I was just fucking just stuck where it was my main focus I was shit company for Natalie because that's all I wanted to tackle because I wanted to figure out my own opinions and I wanted to, wanted to tackle my own bias and I wanted to fucking like just figure the whole shit out so I was just stuck in my phone the whole time and every time I started thinking to myself like I'm tired or this is tedious I had to just keep checking myself and going imagine being the actual victim of this uh, imagine being black yeah. and not
1: imagine being fucking tired not
0: just a fucking part time activist <laughs> To sat on the couch on your phone, imagine how tired uh, you
1: are being uh, a black person. Yeah, yeah, because here he, here's the thing. The second you stop being a, an activist, it doesn't affect you. That's uh, right, it doesn't. It's not it's not like if you when you stop being an activist, you're not affected by the fucking problems. When people have got to stop being activists, they're uh-huh. still the victims of every form Yeah, like
0: I've I've managed in the last few weeks to fucking like calm myself down with the whole thing because people are being less Argue about it now that the marches aren't happening, and they argue about the football. And I had to fucking really like drill home how important it was—the message for the footballers to Neil and for the, the, the to keep the conversation going. Uh, and, um, and, and people have been fucking idiots then, so I'm, I'm tackling, I'm tackling. Now people are being less shitty. I need to talk about it less, and I feel like I've just been like almost like I've been a flash in the pan activist. When really it's a fucking situation that's close to my heart forever well, I but, think... but I don't need to be, be full throttle with it as I was no. for
1: them two weeks yeah activism is just making sure it's, it's the responsibility of just do, doing more when you can't not doing not necessarily just doing more all of the time but in the moments where you should say something mm-hmm. and when you could say something yeah. doing it being a little bit less
0: and I think that, that, that whole conversation is, is done enough for people's outlooks like people are going to be a lot more careful and sensitive and aware even the people that like, were fucking stubbornly All Lives Matter all the way through it, they kind of wanna seeped in that oh, this is a thing, and they'll recognise it when they'll say it, because it's been spoken about so much.
1: And very simply, if there's anyone that still doesn't understand, to, to just explain it way. if anyone doesn't understand why All Lives Matter is upsetting, there's a plethora of brilliant examples of why it's bad online, and I'm probably going to butcher one, but the simplicity of it is... is, is. It's like in America, right, where you've got all these people going, "Blue lives matter, blue lives matter," because police are going through a hard time because of all the shitty things. Yeah, the good
0: happen. cops are having to fucking pick up for the bad. Bad guys,
1: but but there is a lot of lot of lot of bad apples in the American fucking police system. Like there's open racism. There's members of the fucking KKK in like police departments. it it's, it's, Oh
0: well, it's it's like, been a magnet for racists because it's a place where you can go away and be racist.
1: All right. So it's a fucking perfect job the, for somebody that's that way inclined. Yeah. And so, so the police are go through a hard time and people say, blue lives matter. So quickly go, no, no. Ambulances. If you say these people, nurses matter. All, all nurses matter, they go, yeah, but nurses <laughs> aren't going through a hard time at the moment. Bad example. Fire, <laughs> engine, yeah. fire, fire Fire department matters Good. yes, but the fire department's not under attack right And you go, yes, you, yes, exactly. You're it's, never there. Yeah, that's, you've got all the information at this moment in time. Now, it's a bad example because, obviously, the Blue Lives Matter movement is. is the, they're tr- the police are the problem at the yeah. moment. Not all of them, but to say that there is not a problem with the fucking police in America is worse. I, I, Helen Keller would know that there's a problem in the police in America. <laughs> yeah. like what more fucking evidence do you need at this point? That to some people, some people, not some people, quite a lot of people, Black lives don't matter. That's why this is,
0: movement... And on. it's scary when people are like... Um, Candy Soren was saying that... Uh, oh, he had drugs on him. You had two drugs in his system. I've like, right. had two drugs in my I've had three drugs in four. I've had weed, coke, MDMA and 2CB in the last two weeks. I've had four drugs in my system. On her watch, I, I should, I, should be dead. You're allowed to die? I, I should be dead on her watch. So when you listen to people talk with that narrative, you're like, what the fuck are you trying to achieve from your society? <laughs> Aye. You're just killing off fucking... Wow. <laughs> um, the, the, so for for me, right, when people now with everything they know, when they say all lives matter, they're not just saying all lives matter because they believe all lives matter. <laughs> they're saying it in re- retaliation to people saying Black Lives Matter. You're putting up, you're putting up resistance. It's now the same words as. But you, did you see what she was wearing? Yeah, if I, you say all lives matter, you're gonna a the contrarian. I hear you saying, "Did you see what she was wearing?" Being a rape apologist—that's what I see in you. Oh. If you're saying it, because you're not
1: saying it, just. To Oh, uh, but what was she wearing? First of all, if if all lives matter, right? When was the last time you gave to a Syria foundation? When was the last uh, time? When was the last time you read about what's going on in Yemen? Uh, you, those fall under the guise of
0: all lives. You seem to be the people that are against uh, immigration oh, for, uh, for yeah. refugees. You're, like. only,
1: you're only really all lives matter when we say it's black lives. What what they're really
0: saying? and that's why it's so fucking upsetting them they don't think all lives matter they think
1: they're no I think, no 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 I again this is the, the, the let's not do that yes, divisive yes, let's, yes, let's yes, not yes. do that divisive the right. middle, they believe this no 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 some people absolutely are that
0: crippling that cripplingly
1: yes yeah, yes yeah man you've got to remember the fucking privilege that comes from working in the fucking arts and being open to this type of thing as you've said to yourselves like the working class people that don't know this but it's because they've not been exposed to the same information we have mm-hmm. so you, let, let's genuinely give the people the benefit of the fucking doubt if after this explanation you're still not getting it then we've got that <laughs> yeah feels, yeah it feels like you're not listening now come on Um alright we've solved racism yeah hi. anything else,
0: else? Um, just stuff with your dad mainly mainly yeah, right. um, do you know want to solve sexism i <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> let's do that in another podcast alright we'll <laughs> solve that
1: <laughs> welcome to another episode of white boys solve everything yeah. Should we, should we record another one tomorrow for having the can? Uh, let's not promise it, but sure. Okay,
0: okay. Uh, but I'll be back on me knitting on Tuesday. Uh, have that as a promise. Because I wasn't on this week. Because I'm on me holders. I'm having a, stay, I'm having a staycation. A
1: staycation. That's been fun.
0: Dial, yeah. every time your dad throws a dart, he forgets to let go and he goes with it. <laughs> uh, your dad has too many toes. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, but one's not his. Uh, your dad went to a fancy dress party dressed as a pinata but blood came out
1: instead of sweets. <laughs> no, you beat up my dad. Stop, <laughs> stop twisting this story. You beat my dad up with a stick, right? He wasn't a party. He wasn't even dressed as a donkey. <laughs> he wasn't. I just think he looks like one. He just tried to hang himself, and you started hitting him with a stick. Uh, your dad wears his gimp mask out in public Despite the fact that the only hole in it is around his mouth f- For all the shit to coalesce through <laughs> <laughs> I give your dad a sausage at the barbecue
0: And when I told him it's paper hot You're going to have to blow on it You suck it off, didn't he, bent his lips
1: I thought <laughs> you really blew in the barbecue <laughs> uh, Your dad turned up to the driving gig With someone on his back While making vroom noises <laughs> <laughs> Got away with it <laughs>
0: Your dad thinks Royster59 is the greatest rapper that's ever lived.
1: <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he's always on Eminem tracks. He? Right, okay. <laughs> he's like the Kai Humphreys. <laughs> Explains why your dad likes him then. Uh, your dad thinks the moon is the sun's emo brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your dad thought he'd finished
0: pissing, so he looked down the barrel of the gun like, on my foot, and now he's wet. <laughs>
1: Uh, your dad is eating old roadkill ki- road in the hopes that he gets some new disease so he can fly to China to, and I quote, get even. <laughs> get them back. <laughs> well, that was a He's podcast. got a vast misunderstanding of what COVID 19 is. Yes.
0: Who would eat a butt? Right, bye, I think. Oh, yeah, bye, sorry.